Hey, thanks for tuning in to Being Trans. I wanted to touch base on something that I really um, have found that quite refreshing in the um, in being trans. And for for a lot of people, they may not know the significance or quite understand the significance of what this truly means to a group of individuals. And one of those things being that we um, yearn for acceptance. Um, and it's it's not necessarily acceptance like you must accept me for who I am. We're talking about acceptance of people not really giving a damn. We're talking about people going, you're you, I'm me, we're cool. And I've noticed this, and, and as, a, as a gamer, okay, and I do love gaming. I do love spending the time with my children and goofing off. Even if it's sitting down with a board game and playing with my kids on the floor. That is super huge to us as a family. Even if it's, you know, I, I really don't care for uh, Minecraft or Roblox or they're good games in their own right but they're just not my style of gaming um, I want to see the fantiful art I want to see the excitement in it I want to be a part of that art and I want to be a part of that excitement of gaming and it's also a good way to release the um, the frustrations that you felt through a day there's nothing better than going, ah, you know, and you're shooting things or you're going, ah, and you're killing a monster because someone has done something or said something to you that has caused you to have a lot of stress. Because what we need to find out is in being trans is like anything, the more stress you have, the the more difficult your transition's going to be, not only in physical, but in mental health as well. The removal of stress helps your body to adjust. It helps you to look at what's going on in a more objective way. Now, guaranteed, we cannot remove all stress. But one of the beautiful things that I have found, and it is stressful, but it's a great way when you've had a really good game. And there are a number of games that I like to play. I like to play games that require your mind. Um, but I also like the, the hack and slash or the shooters. Um, I love to play Go with my youngest son. And um, there's other versions of it. There's um, a game called Othello, which um, it, it, when I was growing up, my dad thought this would be a good game to play with me but he never wanted to play it and I love the game it's simple it's rules are even simple they're easy to understand for children and they're easy to understand for adults and it's a 50-50 chance one move could ruin one move sorry I had to sneeze one move could ruin the whole game for you and it it, it it pitted your mind against the other person's mind your strategy versus your opponent's strategy but also versus your own strategy so you you, you know that if you turn this one you got to look at three moves ahead 
at this point in time. You've got to set that opponent up. And Hezekiah, he's my youngest one, is amazing at Othello. Really amazing. He's got he's clued in. The boy knows how to think ahead. Mind you, he's also I, I firmly believe that Hezekiah's spirit animal is a tiger. Um, because he doesn't have that ability to slow down and make rash decisions. Well, he doesn't have time to slow down and not make the rash decisions. Because he thinks his response is bam, bam. Jiu-Jitsu has been really, really good for Hezekiah. Because he has been able to look at that as a game. If you're going to do this, I'm going to expect it. And I'm going to set you up a couple of moves. And then I'm going to take you. And he does. And he has that moment where you think he's losing on that mat. You think he is losing. And if you go to my um, YouTube videos, you'll also see that with Hezekiah. Because there's a video that, that explains Hezekiah quite well. He'll go for it. He's, he's plotting. He measures out by looking at the individual first. How they're going to attack him. And it's really quite respectful the way he does it. It's, it's very masterful. And then he gets on that mat and he, he'll look like he's moving and losing. And then all of a sudden, it's like this little itty bitty trigger and Hezekiah's head goes, now. And once he clicks that button, it's over. He turns on. It's like over gear. And he plops him down. Same thing is with, he with Hezekiah and Othello. He has that little bitty thing where he's like, oh, you know, I'm just going to sort of feign you out here and make you think I don't know what I'm doing. And then, bam, he slaps you down. And you're just like, where the hell did that come from? And it's, it's Hezekiah is a very black and white individual. It's either this way or it's that way. And he's learning that there is a gray zone. And I think Jiu-Jitsu has done that for him. But it's also made him a very masterful tactician. And uh, yeah, I really am scared for the future. Because once he starts to reach teenage years, I am going to be in trouble. Because he's already beating me now in Othello. He beats me in a couple other games too. And he just sees it. He has a way of setting things up. Um, like if he plays Jewel Quest, you can watch it when he's doing it. And it's just a magical moment. But back to back to where I was talking about. This is actually an episode about uh, being trans. One of the things that we we as trans individuals look at is the acceptance factor. We don't want to be that person that is not accepted. Okay? It, we we grew up in that kind of an environment. We grew up people not accepting who we are. Um, we grew up with people not understanding who we are. And I've seen this a lot. And I've seen how people don't necessarily want to ask the questions they just want to have their opinion and we look for those 
areas where we can be accepted. And I, I stress that the gaming community is one of the most accepting groups that I have ever seen. Um, I've played in a lot of games where acceptance does not equal plain acceptance. So in other words, you could really be a crap player. You really, really could. You could be a really, really crap player at a game. But if you've got a good group of people, they don't care. They'll they'll sit there and go, hey, hey, you know, here, let me offer this. Or, hey, 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 maybe have you tried this? Have you looked at this approach? Have you looked at that approach? And when you come to a group like that, it's fun to stay around. It's fun to be involved with these type of people because they really make you feel like you are worth their time. Um, in case in point, and uh, I'm going to use his name. If you go on to um, Guild Wars, which is one of my favorite games and pastimes, like when my kids aren't here, I get my stuff done and I relax. I sit down and I game. Because I really don't want to go out into the world and waste money that I don't have just to feel like I can talk to people. And just to feel like I have to have this huge social circle because I really don't want to have a huge social circle. I like my friends tight. But <laughs> I do have a huge social circle and I don't know how that happened because I didn't do it on purpose. I, I promise it was not something I did on purpose. No! Um, <laughs> but as I was saying, you know, I, I, I game and I have a good group of people. But I'm going to use this person's name, and I hope he forgives me if he never wanted it to come out, but I'm going to give it out because he's really good. His name is Liquid. And if you play on Guild Wars, and you ever bump into Liquid, he is a very kind individual. And I found this a number of times, over and over and over, in certain gaming communities. You will meet some of the more interesting individuals. They have a heart of gold. Because at some point, that individual has had to face maybe some ostracism, maybe some, um, some discounting of who they are. And it usually comes from the general population not accepting those of us who game. Those of us who enjoy the fantasy worlds those of us who enjoy fiction and being able to be part of that fiction um where you know my ex-wife used to hate it because she'd read all the time and it was her way of shutting off from the the world she would read and and, and that's cool i never had a problem with that except that i would buy her a book and she'd you know as a christmas present i'd be like oh here look i got you a book or, hey, I, you know, I bought you a book. I hope you like it. And she really lit me up one time. I bought this book. And she didn't even give it ten pages before she threw it off to the side and said, that's a crap book. And I thought, oh, you know that poor writer. Um, and I, 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 I don't read. It's 
nothing against anybody. It's just, it's very uncomfortable for me. And, um, I picked it up and I tried to read it. I really did. I tried reading it and I, I just could, it hurt so much to try and read it that I just gave up. And, um, I felt sorry for the, for the writer because I, I just couldn't focus enough to enjoy it. And I felt like, you know, here's this, this story that needs to be told. You just aren't giving it a chance. And the same way goes with the gaming community. There's a story that a lot of these games have that want to be told. Whether they're good stories or bad stories is is really an important thing to look at. Because even a bad story in gaming can be told really, really well. But you expect it. You know that it's empty. You know that it's hollow. And so the game, but the game has the world's greatest graphics. Or like I said, I, I play um, Guild Wars and I love Guild Wars because there's a story inside a story. So you have the main plot section of, of, of it and then you have this subsection of the game that has little itty bitty stories every so often. And if you listen to what they put into the game, it is very inclusive. Like there is a trans person in the game. There's a lesbian couple that's in the game. There's a gay couple that's in the game. There is a questioning person that's in the game. There is the spectrum of humanity in the game. And it's so rare that we get to see this. Um, my first experience with gaming started with, you know, um, an, an Atari 2600. And how I've enjoyed and then when the you know Commander King came out I went from consoles to computers and I stayed with computers I'm not a console gamer I I respect you guys yeah that's fine but I don't find that the depth of the game is there for me and I don't think you could put um, Guild Wars into such a tight slot to enjoy it that way and just fervently enjoyed the way that everything went and I love the fact that here's Guild Wars you know having an inclusive environment now when I was goofing off with Liquid a couple of days ago Liquid actually came to me and said hey you know I, I want to apologize and I went oh yeah what for and he goes, I just mis misgendered you, and I'm so sorry. And I said, oh, d don't worry about it. I'm, I'm cool. And when I say I'm cool, I'm not saying to the person, hey, you go ahead and misgender me all the time. No, what I'm saying to them is I'm cool because I'm not going to get angry about it. I'm going to allow you to feel just as comfortable as I am at this current time. In fact, I really didn't even notice that he did it. And it wasn't anything. And he told me exactly what he said. And I said, that's really not misgendering. They said, all right, dudes, let's go. And I said, that's not really misgendering. I, I really don't see that as misgendering. I'm not upset by it. And it took him back by surprise because he thought it would be a triggerable thing and he didn't want to.
And I thought to myself, as I walked away from, from goofing off that day, I thought, wow, we've come such a long way. Why hasn't the rest of society come with us? Why do we see that the computer gamers are actually making more of an effort than even our own politicians? Why do we see that the people that sit down and role play are more inclusive than everyday society? Is it because we pose questions that are difficult in these environments? Or is it the players themselves breaking out of what is expected by society? I've seen big, big guys play uh, role-playing games and... You know, when they go away from there, like, hey, man, how you doing? You know, well, I'm a big guy. I'm going to go back to the gym and lift some more. But when you get them in front of the, the on the desk and, and you're all playing and you're having a good time, they throw that right out the window, the big tough guy stuff. You'll hear them scream like a little girl at certain times, and I love it. It's just so fun. Or you'll have um, a person that's, that is – you know, I, I have a really good friend, and I'll call him Ro. Um, and Ro is an exceptionally fine human being in my book. Um, literally in one of my books. Um, but Ro has this fantastic ability to be an extreme sports person. He is, you know, I looked back when he first uh, thought of doing it, and I said, you know, really – Please don't do this. I don't want you becoming punch drunk. And he's like, no, no, man, I'm, I'm OK. I'm OK. And, you know, and at that point, I was concerned um, because he was wanting to do jujitsu. And I thought, oh, you know, maybe choose a different art. But he stuck with he stuck with it. And I and it even dragged my family into jujitsu. <laughs> and um, he is now into MMA. And, uh, and I really think, you know, for all that he does and all that he is, he's an amazing individual. But you put him at a desk or a table to play games and the old Rose shows up. And I've watched it. And when I came out, he was like, yeah, yeah no big deal. You're my friend. And I, and I think that we have this beautiful um, micro universe that sits around gamers and sits around developers of gamers that the world needs to wake up to and if I if I haven't said it enough if you're looking out there and you're listening to my podcast and you're trying to figure out hey I I'm not getting accepted for whom I am. I don't know what to do. And all I do is sit in my room day after day feeling horrible and don't don't really know. There is a place for you in gaming. 
You don't have to be well. You don't have to be perfect. If you are advanced and if you are getting really good, you can join some of the other groups. Like in Guild Wars, we have guilds that are that are really, really unforgiving. But they're really, really good in the game. Then you have guilds that are... Yeah, man. Come on. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Hey, you know, let's 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 goof off. And that is such a magical moment. A magical environment where you can sit down with a bunch of people and someone says, oops, that got it. I'm sorry, Allie. I just misgendered you. And I'm not angry about it. And he goes, oh, oh, okay. Now, Liquid walked away from that thought, me saying, I'm, I'm okay, dude. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. I understand. He walked away thinking, okay, Allie's a good person. Didn't go, no! It didn't have a, a, an overt reaction to what was being said. And I didn't, and I purposefully did that. For the simplistic reason of making sure that my my person on the other end saw a positive image of being trans and I wanted to be able to goof off with this person again and that's a beautiful thing and the more that we as a community start seeking out these positive areas to goof off in positive areas to let our hair down so to speak you know to, to relax and just be us. The more people see that we're human. The more people see that we're having a good time. You know, I'm not asking you to go out and be hyper femme. I'm not asking you to go out and do something that I wouldn't do. Um, but I am asking you to be smart about what you do. If you want to get out and you need to get out. I really express this. You need to get out. Whether it's out into the virtual world, whether it's out into the public world, whether it's just out hanging with some of your best friends at their places, you need to get out. And even even if it's like, um, you know, I have a, a couple of friends, um, Dennis and Jackie, and they're, they're a fantastic couple, and I, I love them to bits. Um, and the two of them have invited me over to their house. Jackie taught me the first bit about makeup, um, and we've gamed, we've we've played role-playing games together. We're just good people, good salt of the earth. All right, and that means a lot. And where we go from that is exciting too. Find a community where you feel safe. I go to. Like, every other week, I was going to a bar to game with some friends. I don't drink. I haven't drank in close to 20 years. Um, and I have a problem with alcohol. So, alcohol and I don't work together. And so, I am completely sober. And in doing so, I am stepping into a place that is... A zone of alcohol. My friends still drink, and I don't have a problem with that, and I don't shun them for drinking. But they know that if someone offers me a drink, they go, eh, 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 no. Don't offer Allie a drink. 
get Allie a Coke. And I've had even friends who are there who are magical, who have said, hey, I'm going to buy you a Coke today. I'm like, hey, thank you. And I've watched some of the patrons that are in there and they look at me and they're like, you're trans. And they don't say anything, but I just be very polite and very kind. And, you know, like there's Big Ben. He is just a lovable bear. I mean, he really is. He's not a bear. He's just a bear. You look at him and he's a scruffy kind of guy, but he's so interesting to talk to. But he if you ever dared to hurt his partner, you'd see him come alive and tear you to pieces. Then I think he'd do that to friends too. He is such a bear. Um, as far as the persona of who he is spirit-wise when you meet him. Um, and I have a lot of respect for him, as you can tell. Um, and I, 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 I think highly of him. And it would not have happened unless I was introduced by being in a group of people. And then it wouldn't have also happened if it would not have been that I game with Ben. And I have seen Ben handle some of the toughest questions. But if you see Ben on the street, you would not think he's as nice as he is. And the same thing goes for Ro. You would never think he is such a lovely person. But because they're part of the gaming community, I think that they have had a shift in their views at some point of inclusion. And that's a beautiful thing. It really is. And I think that more of society needs to get into gaming. Learn a little bit. Step out of your shadow yourself and and have a little bit of fun. Relax a little bit. Um, I also saw something a, a friend of mine and his partner had separated and he had he moved half a state away and he's like oh, I live down here now and we're like we've been friends for 17 plus years man you know um, when we can Skype this we don't want you to disappear from us as a friend we can Skype this. And I respect him. He said, no, nah, you know, I'm not ready for that right now. And so, and everybody else said, hey, you know, we'll be here for you. And I wrote, when you're ready, we'll be here. We've been friends. This group of, of, of gaming individuals have been friends for 17 plus years it's a magical feeling you know you're, you're sitting at a table with people you know how they think and sometimes they do things and it's like you're just really kind of a interesting soul there and you see how they've changed over time but one of the things that they didn't change is when I came out they didn't all go no <laughs> it was magical they were like alright no big deal you're still our friend and so it's a matter of looking at communities that you can enjoy social circles with. It's, it's, you know, there are 
groups out there in certain communities. I mean, if you live in a big metropolitan area, I guarantee you that if you like to play Dungeons & Dragons, you can find an LGBT-inclusive Dungeons & Dragons group. You could. It might take you a little bit of searching, but go for it. If there's a large gaming group in your area, like Dragon League in Launceston is quite large, you could fit right in there too. Give it a shot. What do you have to lose? And this whole thing of finding a group of people to be who you are and let your guard down is important. So as I'm coming to a close, because I only want to keep these, like I've always said, I, I like to keep them fast because, you know, even I get tired of listening to Joe Rogan at about three hours. I am completely exhausted, but I love his podcast. Um, only because it's jujitsu. Doggone it, Ro. You really have got me hooked into that sport. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when you come to these things and as I'm closing – I've got a, I've got 60 seconds here. Seriously, get off the couch, find something fun to do, be in part of a, even an electronic gaming group. You know, get on the computer, um, go out. Even even if we went back in time and went to land gaming, you know, that, those are those are really old ones of us know what I'm talking about. Um, even if we have the ability to, you know, go to Dungeons and Dragons adventures and stuff like that. Do it. Please take care of yourself. Um, I truly appreciate you. If you have the time, go to my Patreon site. For as low as $3 a month, you can help me continue to create content. That's patreon.com forward slash Alina Robbins. Take care of yourself, and we'll talk to you next time.